Hello, this is the Daily Tech, and today I'm sharing some more tech news with you. It's going to be really interesting, so do stick around until the end, you'll be able to hear all the latest tech news. So if you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button, and if you're watching on anything like Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, then click the uh, follow a heart button, that way you'll be able to see all the latest tech news. So, yeah, also all the articles I do talk about will be linked in the description below, as you have to go and read them yourself, you can. Oh yeah, let's just get right into it. At a first article by Express, these Halloween tricks for Alexa are, sca- are scarily good. So here's what to ask your Amazon Echo. Uh, so if you've got a few Amazon Echo Alexa uh, enabled smart home gadgets around the house and you're looking to get into the Halloween spirit, Amazon's revealed some of the spookiest uh, utterances you- that you can request to the voice assistant. Of course, if you're brave enough, which I haven't actually read through this, I don't know what they do. So yeah, um. Yeah, I'm going to try not to activate the device by talking, but I mean, I can't confirm anything. I probably already have, haven't I? Uh, comment down below if I do at any point. Uh, so, they're some of the same voice commands you might use every day, like um, activation words, how are you? Um, but Amazon's added a number of creepy replies that will only uh, appear when it strikes midnight on All Hallows Eve or Halloween. Thing. So if you're looking for a recipe for Halloween treats to complement a Halloween party, uh, or you want to stream something bone chilling on Prime Video or something like that, here's stuff you can do. As a first off, it's worth trying some of your usual day-to-day voice commands, see what creepy responses Amazon has added to celebrate Halloween. So you can say something like activation words, how are you, or activation words, good morning, stuff like that. Uh, of course, there are more specific Halloween-themed commands. You can try something like activation words, Happy Halloween, or activation words, Give Me a Halloween Wrap, stuff like that. But you're kind of asking for it, whereas those other ones, you're not necessarily. You can also ask something like um, activation words, Open Spooky Sound, or uh, activation words, Play a Halloween Playlist. I to get some thrilling tricks from Amazon Music, which is only available to listen to uh, for free for Prime subscribers. Uh, Amazon Echo owners uh, can also take advantage of some of the functionality built into Alexa uh, app to set up more personalised responses. For example, uh, the Alexa app allows users to create their own uh, smart gadget enabled haunted home uh, using smart bulbs or smart plugs connected to you kissing lamps and lights so that you can maybe get them to flash, stuff like that. So yeah, um, you could kick things off with a voice command like um, activation words, it's Halloween, or activation words, scare me, or something like that. Uh, if you want to bake some uh, Halloween treats, you only need to ask um, activation words, give me a recipe for Halloween biscuits, and you'll get step-by-step instructions from BBC Good Food, which is obviously nice. Uh, you can eat some biscuits while, you're getting ter- while your friends are getting terrified that you're, you've done something that makes everything happen. It could be like a standard thing, you say like, uh, activation words, um, turn on the lights and then the entire lights start flickering and it starts playing spooky music or something like that. It could be quite good. Uh, so even if you have an Amazon Fire TV uh, stream stick or Fire Edition Smart TV, or just have the smart speaker, uh, no, actually no, if you just if you can have something you can watch it on, Amazon has published a list of bone chilling uh, horrors that you can get and there's quite a few of them so you can have a look through those. And if you have an Amazon Echo or Fire TV stick, you can ask Alexa to find the movie that you want to watch, start streaming, and pause with a quick voice command. Or, um, you could even do that voice command for pausing, 
um, as um, like making the lights go weird. I believe you can set it up like that, which I think would be quite funny to be honest. Um, yeah, so quite a few things you can do there to scare people because obviously you want to terrorize people. That is the very much aim, I think. Something like that, scare them a lot. But yeah, there's that. Uh, next article um, by Mac Rumors. Uh, so Apple says uh, record 2020 Mac sales attributed primarily to MacBook Pro. Uh, so Apple on Thursday reported its earnings for the fourth quarter of the 2020 uh, financial year, including the Mac revenue of $9 billion uh, in dollars, an e-quarterly record. Uh, so Apple ended the year with an annual Mac revenue of $28.6 billion, which is an all-time high. Uh, so in its annual uh, Form 10K report, uh, filed, uh, filed with the U.S. Uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, Apple said uh, increased Mac sales in uh, Fisher 2020 uh, compared to Fisher 2019 were primarily due to higher sales of the MacBook Pro. So Apple did introduce the 16-inch MacBook Pro in the first quarter uh, of the Fisher year, which I seems like kind of the money year kind of thing. Uh, followed by the refreshed 13-inch uh, in the third quarter, uh, both with the faster Intel processors and I think the key. Uh, part the magic keyboard which was way more reliable and still is uh, so more people were wanting to buy this i mean after five years they should have when that um, last good macbook is what people say it was time when people would start to upgrade and i think that really did help them so yeah apple has thrived uh, during the pandemic in spite of the economic uncertainty uh, with both macs and ipads especially ipads as well seeing as uh, they even uh, you got cheap ones you got more expensive ones with those uh, yeah, you can get more. Obviously, people are buying them more. Uh, recording strong sales as many people continue to work, learn, and connect with family and friends from home. So during its earnings call Thursday, uh, Apple said its products uh, outside of the iPhone uh, grew a combined 30% at last quarter, despite supply constraints impacting the iPad, Mac, and Apple Watch throughout the quarter. So yeah, uh, that's obviously quite interesting. Uh, so... Yeah, quite interesting the fact that um, their computers went up quite a bit. Not in it's interesting. It's, it's not surprising, but it's interesting. As a foldable Xiaomi uh, with, oh, yes, yeah, so this is an article if I know, but check. Uh, foldable Xiaomi smartphone for 108 megapixel uh, camera and a Qualcomm Snapdragon chipset confirmed by MIUI 12 code. We seem to find a lot of these in the code. It might not be right though, but it's possible. So Xiaomi always seemed to have another smartphone on the boil, as evidenced by a recent Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, uh, MIIT, uh, certification of what is believed to be the Redmi K40 or Redmi K40 Pro. However, it seems the company may also be working on a device uh, codenamed uh, Cetus, um, a smartphone that could be the premier device for Xiaomi. Uh, so according to XDA developers, uh, XDA uh, senior member, uh, Catstrix uh, noticed that the device codename uh, Cetus within MIUI 12 code. XDA developers claimed uh, to have corroborated the assertion by examining the code of the latest closed beta build of MIUI 12, uh, which uh, reputedly offered some of the details about uh, Cetus, including its form factor, which obviously quite a big thing. I should also point out the presence of uh, Cetus in MIUI 12 code does not necessarily mean that it plans to release this device. But it could indicate that the company is actively testing it, which would make sense. So apparently this is going to be a foldable smartphone, which would be a first for Xiaomi. 
uh, if the device ever made it to the market. I think they'll eventually make an affordable phone. This might not be the one, but it's possible. Uh, so it should run Android 11, and unlike many devices, Xiaomi has upgraded to MIUI 12. XDA developers claim a Qualcomm Snapdragon chipset powers uh, it, although it has not disclosed which one. But it could, it's possible it is. Uh, the website thinks that there is a very good chance that Xiaomi has equipped the CTUS with an X, uh, 8XX series uh, SoC, uh, though we don't know which one. Additionally, uh, CTUS is a 108 megapixel primary camera. Uh, a favoured resolution of Xiaomi's. So yeah, 108 megapixels is quite good for a primary camera. That's quite a few megapixels. I don't think that needed to explain that to be honest, but yeah. Yeah, so um, quite interesting for the fact that we haven't seen them make a foldable phone yet. It's about time they did. Seems like something they were going to do. So that's quite good. Um, Yeah, foldable phone from Xiaomi could be a really good uh, phone. I would say actually. Yeah, I think that'd be quite good. Uh, next article, oh actually, is this? Yeah, these are in order. Okay, there's two about the Motorola Razr. So why did Amazon's brand new Motorola Razr phones uh, have fingerprint warning? Uh, so, if you've ordered a 5G equipped Motorola Razr uh, foldable flip uh, from uh, phone from Amazon, you may uh, have been greeted with an un by an unusual sight when you open the box. Someone else might have opened it for you, which obviously you wouldn't want. You buy a new phone. Some people actually buy new phones for the fact they want to open it new. Not someone else has opened it for them. But yeah. So Razer was uh, meant to be shipped in an unfolded position. However, in order to get better, to uh, better protect the display, uh, we afforded your Razer. It's safer, but it may not look as elegant as we hoped. We apologize if you see fingerprints on your device. But we assure you, your Razer is brand new. But still, though, it's technically not because they've opened it. Uh, but it's not uh, Amazon doing the folding, but rather Motorola. Uh, Amazon tells The Verge they didn't open any of the Razer 5G packages, which at least is a good thing. So yeah, uh, Motorola is packing the new Razer in an enclosed uh, form at factory level. Once the device leaves our facilities, uh, it is not reopened. Motorola places strict requirements on handling with gloves and sanitation procedures along with shipped uh, shipping protocols aimed at providing a great out-of-the-box experience. As with all products, we'll continue to closely monitor and make additional adjustments uh, as needed to give the best consumer experience, which is obviously something they're going to say. They're going to say we want the consumers to be happy. But yeah. Uh, but something still doesn't add up. If these phones are being packaged at factory level uh, and people with gloves, why would the description have warned about fingerprints? Motorola's statement implies that the phones are folded before leaving the factory, so that's technically then at that point brand new. Both the original Razer and the most updated model uh, came in fancy boxes uh, meant to showcase your phone uh, to its fullest degree. It also functions as a passive speaker and its shape is designed to amplify the sound uh, from the phone's speaker, which is obviously quite really cool to be fair, uh, using the box or something like that. But it seems that either Amazon or Motorola is now concerned about the safety of shipping uh, of the very expensive $1,400 phone. Uh, that massive and really fragile, a uh, relatively fragile display exposed to the elements. Uh, hence what appears uh, to be the shift towards folding the phone before shipping. So, I wonder, maybe, the, maybe they're just warning it in case it does happen, but there is a chance there won't be fingerprints. I think that could be the case. Either way, though, you'd kind of hope there isn't a fingerprint on it, but, yeah. Uh, it makes sense, and I'm not sure if this next article is even worth reading. Uh, so, that article is by The Verge. 
This article by Android Police. Uh, Motorola is opening every razor uh, box to for safer shipping. If they mention anything else in here, uh, then I'll just talk about that. So yeah, it just kind of goes over what we've already said. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's nothing to go over here. Oh, well. Right, next article by 9to5Google. Uh, Oxygen OS 10.5.9 uh, rolls out for OnePlus Nord uh, with October patch, uh, new uh, Fnatic mode tweets and more. So Oxygen OS, uh, which is, um, where is this? Yeah, OnePlus. Uh, is OnePlus's um, like skin for Android. Uh, and of course it's going to be updated. So... As always, Oxygen OS 10.5.9 update was confirmed over the official OnePlus forums, as they would, uh, for sizable change log compared to the previous minor patches. So there are some additions. Uh, so obviously a, a few minor bug fixes, as you would obviously expect. Uh, it adds general improvements for Bluetooth connectivity and general network stability. Uh, for avid mobile gamers, the game space has uh, some nice new features to help enhance your gaming sessions. Notifications can now be tweaked as well. Uh, to appear as text-only heads-up blocks so you, don't, so you don't distract your gaming session, all that stuff. There's also a new quick reply feature that works with WhatsApp by swiping uh, the upper right and left corners of the screen uh, within gaming mode, which is quite cool. Uh, also joining uh, this is a mistouch uh, prevention, uh, prevention, I can't say it, uh, feature that can be enabled down uh, from the top of the display. This might be really important when playing intense FPS and battle royale games, where every movement is important. And there's a change log here. So for the system, I uh, updated Android uh, security patch to 2020.10 uh, and improved uh, system stability and general bug fixes, which you obviously we've said. For the game space, uh, we've talked about that. Uh, newly added uh, gaming tools for convenient switches of Fnatic mode. You can now choose three ways of notifications, text only, heads up, uh, and just block your immersive gaming experience. Oh, and block just for yeah, new. Uh, and then newly added quick reply feature in a small window for WhatsApp and INS. Enable it by swiping down from the upper right uh, and left corners of the screen while in gaming mode. And then newly added mistouch uh, prevent, uh, prevention uh, feature. Enable it, uh, swipe down from the top of the screen, uh, click it and the notification bar will, uh, bar will pop out. Uh, Bluetooth improved Bluetooth uh, connection stability and network improved network stability. So yeah, just some nice bug fixes, nice new features. Nothing major, just some nice stuff. I think it's nice to see when you get these uh, just minor updates that add a few uh, little things. Uh, I think that's really good. So yeah. I uh, see so you remember when we talked about um, this articles by uh, Video Games Chronicle. So you know when we talked about the custom uh, plates people were making, uh, this company was making for um, the PlayStation 5. Uh, well now PlayStation 5 uh, faceplate company forced to rebrand following complaint from Sony. So Sony clearly didn't like it. I said PlayStation uh, PlayStation5.com has been forced to rebrand to customize my plates.com, which is they probably could have done something better. Like they I guess they choose and they had to confirm it. Uh, following the complaint from Sony and uh, all imagery showing the PlayStation 5 console has been removed. I wonder why they wanted the PlayStation 5 console image removed from it. That's interesting. Uh, so the UK-based company, which now claims to be trading under the name uh, Custom Plates Ltd, uh, emphasized uh, in a statement uh, sent to VGC that its third-party uh, selling unofficial accessories are in no way affiliated with Sony. 
To customize my plates, they're selling the official IPS5 shells in a variety of colors for like £32, $39.99. It says it hopes to ship them to customers within two weeks of the console's November launch date, which is obviously quite good. Obviously, we found out in the teardown video that the plates can be removed quite easily. Uh, you can add a new one. Uh, so, yeah. Now they're sold out of all colours of the uh, PS5 faceplates, which come in red, chrome, blue, camo, and matte black, in both standard and digital edition versions. So we're we'll probably working on better stock, but they'll probably be out because they weren't. I don't think they're a big company. Uh, so obviously they won't have massive stock, and if loads of people are buying these, they're definitely going to be a bit low on them. And currently they're out of stock, so yeah. Uh, more stock shortages that are caused by TechRadar. Xbox Series X stock shortages uh, could last for a few months after launch, admits Microsoft. Uh, so head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has warned that Xbox Series X uh, sh stock shortages uh, could last for a few months after the launch. Uh, so Xbox Series X pre-orders quickly sold out when they opened on September 22nd, and if you've been wanting to pick up one of the flagship consoles, you might be disappointed if you didn't get it in time. Uh, so speaking in appearance on the Dropped Frames podcast, uh, Spencer conceded uh, that the demand will continue to outstrip supply for its consoles this year and in 2021. As much as you would expect, it's like six years since the last console launch. You're going to expect it to be out of stock, uh, but especially what's going on right now. Uh, stock shortage is probably a bit lower. So yeah, so demand is high for the next gen. Uh, this situation echoes what Sony Interactive Entertainment's uh, CEO Jim Ryan said in a recent interview regarding PS5 stock. And it's obviously to be expected. The Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S release on November the 10th and are priced at, I believe the Series S are probably out of stock as well. Uh, and priced at very competitively, especially with Series S, at £249 for the Series S and £429 for the Series X. So yeah, like, they're obviously going to be out of stock it's just a bit annoying that if you wanted one you're gonna have to wait quite a while now and finally for the last article today uh road to vr uh mark zuckerberg uh oculus quest 2 pre-orders were five times higher than the original quest which i just think is quite interesting to talk about to be honest so of course the original quest um obviously when it was launched it was still a bit batery the software was a bit different all of that stuff Obviously, it was a new gen product. It was going to not get as many sales, especially now that we confirm, and especially with the pricing of this one, there's really there's really competitive. These are cheaper than most consoles, and in my opinion, better. So the Oculus Quest 2 has celebrated a pretty successful launch, with some developers saying they've seen a dramatic jump in both sales and engagement across their games since standalone headsets October the 13th release. That's right, it's been out for that long. Uh, now, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. As revealed during the company's quarter three investors meeting that the Quest 2 pre-orders were actually five times higher than the 2019 original Quest. I actually have the original Quest, I bought it after the Quest 2 launch because I couldn't afford the Quest 2. Um, of course, we aren't sure what the base pre-order number really was for the Quest 1. However, only a few months after it was launched in late 2019, it generated such a big Christmas day boom uh, in software sales that the company reported nearly $5 million dollars in Oculus store revenue, which was an unprecedented number, uh, and that was hardware backorders projected well into 2020, and I mean this quest was always out of stock, so yeah, it was funny, I actually on eBay when I was looking at them, they were very expensive um, until the Quest 2 launch, like they were going for possibly like £400 used for um, the 64 gig model, which was its selling price brand new, but you couldn't find it brand new, and people wanted these. 
But then literally like a few days after the Quest 2 launch, um, they dropped so low, like to £200 and less um, for the original Quest, which was for 64 gigs, which was really good. And it's hard enough to get this at a good price. Um, so quickly, I forgot you can't actually see, I've got a Quest right next to me, it's very good, been enjoying it a lot. Uh, so the Quest 2 sales bump, so since the launch of the Quest 2, many games have benefited from the increase of customer uh, consumer attention, uh, titles citing at least uh, a doubling in sales, and in some cases octupling, uh, including uh, Angry Birds VR, Apex Construct, Blast and Boneworks, Pistol Whip, Rec Room, and A Curious Tale of Stolen Pets. Uh, that There's likely many more out there too, as you'd obviously expect. Especially things like Super Hot, Five Nights at Freddy's, Help Wanted, Moss, and I Expect You to Die. So yeah, uh, it's quite interesting how many sales it got. I believe the Quest right now is out of stock. It probably is anyway. So yeah, I mean literally everything was updated. For £100 less, you're getting a way better processor, way better screen. It was really annoying that I couldn't get the Quest 2. I would have much preferred it, but to be fair, I don't really mind. Um, The original Quest is still very good. And for the fact it's still getting software updates and all that, maybe the graphics and screen resolution, uh, maybe the resolution and... uh. Refresh rate are a bit less. To be fair, if you don't know better, you kind of don't realize. It's one of those things. It's quite interesting with VR. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably get a Quest 2 when the Quest 3 launches. <laughs> uh, I actually had the Oculus Go at one point. Got rid of it. I didn't really enjoy it, to be honest. There wasn't much to do on it. So, yeah. Well, the Oculus Quest 2 does give me so much, like, Oculus uh, Go vibes, and it's quite cool. Anyway, yeah, so, pre-orders went up decent, but five times, which is obviously quite a lot. Same with games, they obviously saw uh, growth. So, yeah, and that was up for the Quest 2, uh, compared to the Quest. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode. And, yeah, um, have a good day. Uh,